Hey, it's Paul here. Before we get going, just want to say, make sure you check out Geeking In Podcast. In a world of social distancing, free heroes will rise to discuss all things geeky. When you can't geek out, you geek in. New episodes are found every Wednesday. You can find them on social media at Geeking In Pod. So make sure you check out their show after our show. Hey, Paul. Yeah, Griff. After Freddy versus Jason, it, it's left me feeling a bit dirty. Dirty? In, in what way? Uh, just my soul, really. All the talk of horror and all the... It's left it so dark. Um, I might have a little solution for that. What's that, Paul? Maybe we need a little... Uh, a good purge. That will clear the soul. Oh, a purge sounds perfect. Welcome to the Paul and Griff show. Get yourself, Paul. Enjoy myself, Griff. And we are back again. Um, oh, it's, it's still horror month, isn't it? We're going, we're going through these horrors. We start off upbeat, but it's dark. It's dark and it's, it's getting dark. darker. It's, it's getting, getting darker. darker. And why is it getting darker? Because this week we are dissecting none other than... The Purge. The Purges. There's a lot of Purges. A lot more than anyone anticipated going to this. That's the really scene is it started in 2013, and there's another one to come. There's a yeah. lot of purges. Yeah, another one. I, I think like I think I'm jumping the gun a bit. Like it's like the eighth highest grossing horror franchises. Oh, and the fact that it came out in 2013. But, um... See, I, I think like I want to start my own horror franchises. Like I want to do, you know, the day before the purge. Where it's everyone in the office talking about the purge. <laughs> All purges tomorrow. You know, Friday, uh, Thursday the twelfth. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wanna. That's where I wanna. You know, Freddie gets a sponsorship deal with Night Nurse. All these, all these sort of. They're the films we need to tap into. Preach purge reaper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. Like, you know, before the grudge, just, you know, disappointed or something. Just a prequel where it's not quite full-on angry. Just, it's brewing. It is. So, all like films like that, that's what we need to get into. But, yeah, we are dissecting The Purge this week. We don't have any top six this week. But instead, we are purging. That's right. You've probably seen it all over social media. We're purging. You're purging. Uh, Thank you for the messages. Thank you for the voice notes. We'll be playing your clips throughout the show of unpopular opinions and things that you just want to get off your chest. And then, obviously, Griff and I will also be getting the things off our chest as we aim to go for 60 seconds and have a little purge. We're cleansing our souls. We are cleansing our souls. I've just started writing. It's my right. It's my right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but before we get for you any of that... Yeah, we want to start off we do it every week, and that's with this week's movie news. Bum, bum, bum. Um, and then let's start how we always start with um, delays, 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 delays. Um, not really affect us, really. Just the Batman has moved back to 2022, and 
the Matrix has shifted to 2021. So weirdly, the Matrix has come forward and the Batman's gone back. Um, I, don't, I can't remember. We did report it before, but I know the Batman had a bit of problems because I think yeah, old Patterson a, had COVID. Yeah, he tested positive, didn't he? So obviously that would have affected it. And um, with Wonder Woman constantly being pushed back, they're obviously going to move Batman back because they don't want to tap into their own market, I guess. They're going to try and keep the distance the same, maybe. Probably. I just get so annoyed. So many trailers are coming out and they're like in theatres come December because it's like, stop telling us this if it's not. <laughs> like, I know they have to keep bringing out trailers. Like, I got my Total Film magazine today, brand new oh. off the shelf. And it's the second James Bond cover in about five months. Because obviously, I got a James Bond. You get like, so if you go into the, because it's my subscription service, I, I don't get all the kind of writing on the front. Just get a cool, like, James Bond kind of um, cover. And I think I got one in February with James Bond on the cover because obviously it was due to come out in March or April. And I think they hedged their bets with James Bond again on the front. And of course, they've gone to print um, before the further delay. So, third time lucky, eh? <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah. I, I, I kind of get it. And I kind of know things have moved back. It's going to be hard because there's going to be like these movies are going to mount up. And obviously, there's some like marketing like around release dates. You don't release kind of. You wouldn't release a, a bomb film the same week as a Marvel film or the same week as a or any franchise really. Don't go head to head on the big guns. And there's some big films been made. And I just think they're gonna mount up a little bit. And it's gonna be obviously we don't know the state of the cinema industry. We won't dwell on it because we kind of pretty much mentioned it all last week. It's just yeah. It's just weird. It's just weird and it's it, it's it's just hard. I mean you I hate the term the new normal, but um, it is. People have just got to like sort of help and support the way they can. I mean, I, I don't know what you're supposed to do with like to help cinemas and stuff like that because it's just it's rough and they're not even getting really any amazing new films that are going to jolt people to massively take, take the risk. Not that you should, but you know what I mean. And I did hear, um, before we kind of went on air, I did kind of quickly read, I know we mentioned the trailer last week, The Witches, because HBO Max in America, I think we're going to get it where we've got to pay for it. It's not going to be Amazon Prime. we got to, like, pay some dollar, dollar, so um, I'll happily wait for it to come out on Sky. Um, yeah, I probably won't. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not kind of tempted. I, I suppose the only kind of film I'd be tempted is, I would say Marvel, but then I don't know if Marvel kind of, because they finished with Endgame, well, I suppose I finished with Spider-Man, really, but I don't know. I'd have to be tempted to actually spend some proper money to, like, whereas I can't wait for that. I don't think there's anything really... No. Not yeah, that I, I mean, can think uh, of. If there was things, I mean... Um, oh, Scream 5, I guess. Yeah, Scream 5, you probably, you know, you know doubt would pay for that 20 times. Batman, I'd pay for. Uh, Wonder Woman, I'd probably pay for. Um... Just, just because, like, you know... It's the price price. again. I know, like, it's weird because we mentioned it about football. Like, if they priced it at, like, a tenner, I'd be tempted. But when it comes to, like, 15 quid, it's just like... I don't want to... You know what they should do? They should be like, look, like Sky used to do. Look, it's 15 quid. 
and you get the DVD when it comes out. It's just a bog standard DVD. It's not the special edition or anything like that. But you get to keep the film after. And I think then they'd make loads of money. And I'd be yeah. up for that. They would, but like, like I said, it's it is so hard because like I say, my end game if it came out, that, that that was made for a cinema screen, as we said before. So it'd be you'd watch it on, you know, a sort of rental pay per view service because you're desperate to see it, but it's not the same, is it? It's not. It's let me like catch up on all the films I haven't seen. So I've been able to go through my old back catalogue and open some rappers that I've never watched. So um, oh, that's positive. Um, but yeah, it's just, I can see like DVDs are starting to dry up like new releases. Um, it's it's tough. And hopefully um, all this stuff we talk about is coming out soon because we've also, it's been announced um, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to join the next um, Spider-Man film. Yeah. So... We had Jamie Foxx last week's news, and now um, we're getting a bit of Doctor Strange. So I don't know if he'll play the new mentor, because obviously Iron Man's dead. So, um... oh shit, I should have just bought <laughs> I bet he's out there now, surely. <laughs> I'm sure, like, to try and avoid that. It's been over a year, right? Yeah. It's been way yeah. over a year. Um, even though, as I said, I think old. Um, Robbie Downey Jr. probably wants to come back because old Doctor Doolittle is supposed to be pretty rubbish. Yeah, but he but could yeah. come back, like you said, just purely as a voice in Spider-Man's suit or something. They said that I think they're gonna be, he could be the new... I can't remember what I said now. Or what, what I read. Yeah, Apparently I remember, he could be the new Jarvis. He's that's what he's saying. He's saying before, last week, week before. Miles into one. But yeah, no, that would work. And obviously Doctor Strange. I do like Doctor Strange's character. Um... Obviously, I do want a new Doctor Strange movie, which we will get eventually. But let's see. Um, talking also about, like, I suppose, appearances and people coming back. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Sister at Free could be in the works. I will follow him. Follow him wherever he, he may go. go. Oh, uh, she, I think she was doing... Um, <laughs> I think... <laughs> He is my destiny. I think um, she was doing originally or scheduled to do the um, the musical over here. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. I love a bit of Sister Act. It wasn't number two was all right. It wasn't as good as number one. Yeah, number um, one. I mean, number three. I'm not against it. I mean, hopefully, it might be a story like maybe the the church is struggling, so they all get together to do some amazing fundraiser to save it or something. Maybe who knows. Yeah, my only disappointment is some of the obviously not not the you've got the main cast like the talking roles, but obviously most of the choir. Uh, I just feel like because of their ages and obviously what's this threat to probably a good fifteen years ago. I don't know how many of them would have survived. I know you don't really need it, but sister because sister at one and two had the same choir. Just yeah, yeah. Well, like I'd I said, it, it, I'd it, that it. could be, be that fun. could be the story though. It could be you know some of the original cast of past and the choir down to. Minimal numbers and the numbers going to church are, are fading. So Whoopi and some of the reigning members get together to try and set up a brand new choir to sort of lively it up and get one back to that field again. Yeah, it'd be a, it'd be a bit of fun. I think it definitely people will definitely go and see it. I think Sistract has has a big fan base. And you're guaranteed some cracking songs as well, if nothing else. You will get some cracking songs. Cracking, cracking. Um, 
And then um, finishing up this week, um, I think find of the week by yourself. I don't know. Someone, someone at work told me. I thought, but Fat Man official trailer. Oh, how good does it look? Um, it doesn't look amazing. <laughs> basically, basically, the idea is Santa gives a spoiled brat, rich sport brat, some coal, and the kid takes a hit out on him. I know, and it looks so. And it's Mel, starring Mel Gibson yeah. and Walton, Walton Goggins. The Passion it just of Mel. It's really original. It like, is I don't original. Think it's been done it's... before. And I love the fact that he turns around for it all after being like almost like hunted down. And he's kind of like, Do you really think you're the first person to try and take me down? Especially because he dies in the first scene as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he doesn't, people. No one knows that. It'd just be funny, wouldn't it? It would be funny. The straight-up hit, bang, done. Next um, movie, just trying to sort out Christmas. Yeah, it's supposed to come out. First, I think it's going to come out. I doubt, I, doubt, I doubt this is I doubt this is destined for the big screen anyway. Oh, this is pay-per-view, isn't it? Take my money. <sighs> Hopefully Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, USA, 17th of October, so... At Film Fest 919 at Chapel Hill, and then limited release like after that in November. But, um, it'd definitely be something worth watching. I'll give it a watch. Yeah, it exists, so why not? It does exist. Um, and obviously, with the cinema industry on a, on a slowdown, that's really like the main news kind of found. Um, this week in movie history. <sighs> Oh, I suppose more recent times. The Babysitter was released in 2017. I quite enjoyed that. Old um, Hugo Weaving's um, daughter. That was quite fun. Happy Death Day was also released in 2017. That's a lot of fun. That's like Groundhog Day, but horror. Yeah. Um, Look Who's Talking was released in 1989. Oh, love that That's film. a classic. That's a classic. Run around, get around, like get around. And a little talk. I watched as a kid. I didn't realize what I was watching, but it's just sperm talking. <laughs> it's just like when you think of it now, like, oh wow, we really just watched like swimming sperm, like singing, hop mama, hop mama, let me get in, baby. Um, yeah, just awkward. Um, the have, Marine, ne- have NECA done? Look who's talking to us. They need to. They need to, then we can review it. We need it. Um, John Cena premiered The Marine in 2006. Oh, that was you a bit can't of fun. see me. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> John Cena's. Uh, um, Pulp Fiction was released in 1994. Oh, You'll be a woman. It's been a good week for cinema history. I guess normally um, films would come out, and they're good films. Oh, yeah, um, Team America World Re- World Police released in 2004. America, fuck yeah! I love that film. I've seen everything now. Have you ever seen a man swallow his whole face and throw up everything? No, we haven't seen everything that ever you. My diamond. <laughs> and um, released last year, the Jane at Silent Bob reboot. Bad its moments, but um, yeah. I think I'm a big Jan Bob, Bob fan. And, um, yeah, no, we, we both are. Like, we, we spoke about obviously more rats, clerks, and things before. Uh, I think on Amazon, 
Prime. They've got the making of. I think they've got the making oh, of now. Is this oh. a special thing which could be a good watch? I haven't seen the film, but making of is also exciting. So I'm sure, I'm one of them. I want to say Amazon. Amazon's got the the making of it all as a special sort of documentary thing, which I reckon would be funny in itself. That'd be funny. Um, yeah, it was good as for a fans, but I don't know how many people join enjoy the reboot if they never saw any of the movies. But I think then it's kind of taken a mickey out of reboots as well. So maybe I was looking for artisticness. But yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty much um this week in movie history. Oh, oh let's get yep. some stuff off our chest. It's time <laughs> to purge. You ready? Oh I'm ready baby. I think they start off with someone's purge. Oh. Hey, gentlemen. Chance Whitmore from Strive, Seek, Find here. Here's an unpopular for you. That there should have been no more Indiana Jones movies after Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was the perfect film. The rest of them didn't need to be made. Oh. See, obviously, we're not going to comment on it, but you know, these are the kind of views we're going to get. Griff, take it away. A bit taken about that. Okay, can't comment. <laughs> can't comment. Um, <laughs> oh dear me, it's going to be a long episode. Um, the Purge actually got actually premiered second of May two thousand thirteen at the Stanley Film Festival USA, was and then we got it in the thirty first of May two thousand thirteen. And then there. USA didn't get the global release, for well, global release, their release till 7th of June. I'm back there, yeah. um, the synopsis for the first film, um, a wealthy family is held hostage for harbouring the targets of a murderous syndicate during the purge, a 12-hour period in which any and all crime is legal. It was directed and written by James DeMonaco, um, who also director and written all three um, original Purge movies, not including the first Purge. Um, the first movie had a budget of $3 million. Um, opening weekend, it made $34 million and worldwide gross of $89 million, which nearly tripled its... Actually, I can't work out. It's 10 times, 20 times, nearly 30 times its budget, which is very healthy. So, of course, we have a franchise. Yes. The first one starred Ethan Hawke at James as James Sandin, Lena Headey as Mary Sandin, Max Burkholder as Charlie Sandin, Adelaide Kane as Zoe Sandin, Edwin Hodge as the Bloody Stranger, and Rise Wakefield as the polite leader. The taglines for the movie were. Reminder, all emergency service will be suspended for a 12-hour period during the purge. One night a year, all crime is legal. Survive the night. If on one night every year you commit any crime without facing consequence, what would you do? It would be murder, but okay. Um, That's a bit bit lackluster, isn't it? What more lackluster is, according to IMDb, you find folk. And that was apparently a um, tagline, which I don't know, that's a kind of... I don't know what that know means. Could... Was that you find folk? Yeah, I don't know if Wikipedia you can put put in your own kind of tagline stuff because that's a bit. Yeah, literally. Why can't they be you like, find folk? Who's got the urge to purge? 
Oh, that's good. Actually, yeah, hits yeah. up. Um, but yeah, um, what's your opinion? Is the first Purge movie? Um, when it first came out, I was excited for the concept because it's pretty wild. Mm. But um, oh, it's hard not to talk about the others while talking about this because it all sort of falls into what thing. I, I hate the fact it's so focused around like one family and their experience. Obviously, jumping forwards, like Anarchy, I really enjoyed it because it was like sort of multiple stories. So you got more of a feel for the night. Yeah. When this was just this one family and this one situation, you knew their neighbours were like going to try and kill them in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, definitely. What I like about the whole franchise, really, is if you've got a talking role in The Purge, you come that something's going to happen to you. There's no little kind of yeah bit, no. bit things because remember someone's talks like they do come back either purge or rescue. Um, I think the first one was centered just on a family because of the budget. He wanted to do more stuff outside, but he couldn't. Yeah, I'm guessing three million dollars just gets you like internal kind of shots. <laughs> just gets you rent out a house, apparently. I mean, I remember, come the, on. I remember the trailer being all spooky about the guys knocking on the door, like, "Hi, we just let you, we're just here, just give us our, let us purge." And the masks were very. Um... You seem like good folk. And what I think what annoyed me as well is the actual sort of purgy confrontation is like the last twenty minutes. Yeah. That the whole film is just building, building, building to it when it could have been a much bigger thing. Um, like the only I, other kind of bit of drama is kind of obviously the, the boyfriend who kind of sneaks in with the daughter and he's like, I'm going to have a chat to your dad and then goes to try and But that kill, felt obvious. Goes to try and okay. kill her dad and then, then it's kind of like, I don't think he thought this through. If you got through with it, be like, oh, I had a chat with your dad, worked it all out. Oh, did you? Yeah, he's dead. Come on, love. Then now we can be together with no problems. He's like, well, we haven't broken up. He just didn't like you very much. He didn't stop you coming around. And um, I think the daughter was a twat because she seemed almost like annoyed that her dad killed her boyfriend, but not annoyed that her boyfriend tried to kill her dad. Yeah, she was a twat, and the son, the son's a twat. I don't know why the, tw- I don't know why the son has the the passcode to be able to open the doors or the, the electronic shutters. Like, if you're going to give your son like the code, yeah, expect it. Just, you expect it, and as you say, like, there's a lot of the, there's a lot of the film where. Obviously, he's called the bloody stranger in this, but obviously he does become like a staple mark of the trilogy because um, he later gets called, um, he's known as Dante Bishop Yeah. in, in the third one. Because they, they rescue him and then I think they're called like the gentlemen or the smart or the clever guys. that um, They kind of knock on the door because they, they know somehow that he's gone in there. And like... Just let him go. He's he's a tramp. Um, we just we just want to kill him. And another thing about the whole franchise is everyone just wants to murder someone. No one just wants to rob. It's always murder. It's straight to murder. And it's like if you look at someone in your house, and you're walking around with a flashlight. You're making yourself more of a target. Yeah. So why don't you just put all the lights on? Yeah. 
I don't get it. You just put the fucking lights on. Everyone knows you're there. Why are you not putting the lights on? You've got people outside trying to break in. Put the lights on. Sure. I, would have, I would have liked it if there was a more of a struggle to get in as well. Yeah, it was if, if he, pretty... Instead just of got... just... Because he played down the security system, going like, well, it's never really been tested, so anything can happen, really. And you think, well, they're getting in then. Well, I would have preferred it if he's like, look, our house is impenetrable. There is no way they're getting in this house. This is the most state-of-the-art system. We're perfectly safe. And he could have almost been like, look, fuck off, you ain't getting in this house. I know that, like, time is of the essence. They've only got 12 hours to purge here. I don't know how long they was in, but, like, oh, you know what, like, they've obviously got some kind of security. Let's go kill someone else. I'd have been like, come on, we've only got, like, four hours left. By the time the car comes down, we drag the things. We could have purged another few people around the corner. I, I just, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just impatient and I just wouldn't be able to wait. But they were just like, let them go. Like, you've got, like, so long or we're going to rip it down and we'll kill you as well. It's it's um because how do you go back to like day to day life? That, that that's it, ain't it? It's how how do you then sit there with your neighbours and think, oh, in three hundred sixty five days, there's a good chance you might try and kill me again. Well, yeah, obviously one of the best bits of the whole movie is just at the end of it. Obviously, after the neighbours kind of go to save them. Um, they said no because you're ours. That's why you wasn't invited to the party. We've come here to kill you. Yeah. And then they don't. And then literally they're just sitting there with a gun waiting for the the sirens to go off again. They go through the gun and she goes, I must admit, the, the, special, the makeup artist for that kind of blood, that was pretty good. Yeah. That, that, she bloodied her nose up pretty damn well. And like, no one does night. I'd be like, yeah. You got three hundred and sixty five days to move because I think you're fucked by <laughs> and the way I see it about all these films, even if you murder them like ten minutes past, who's to know? Well, yeah, there is that, and it, oh, there's just loads of stuff with this. I mean, what if you just unfortunately have like a heart attack on purge night? Well, yeah, you, you're just done. It doesn't matter anymore. What if you're um a nurse working in a hospital, do they, like, kill patients they don't like? It's... Oh. Do you know what I mean, though? This is, like, it's crazy. I mean, like you said, I would... If I was... I mean, I probably wouldn't do anything because I'm pretty much... I don't even go out for New Year's. I'm pretty lazy in my ways. I'm quite set. But if I was, I, I like to think maybe I'd just, like you said, just rob a shop or something, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd rob HMV, as I say. Wouldn't make a wouldn't make a very good movie. I'd go as, 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 someone, as someone said on Twitter, like I could do an epic unboxing video. Yeah, I'd go <laughs> HMV and probably steal Spice World because I'm too embarrassed to buy it. You, well, know? you know what? I'd be like, yeah, can we have a lock-in in the pub? Like, can we? Can we? Can we stay in the pub past ten o'clock? Yeah, no, let's purge, no, baby. No, let's purge. That that's, big, that's bigger than the purge. <laughs> um, the the director got the influence because apparently his anger was so bad. His wife was like, you know what? You could actually kill someone with that anger. Like you, you scare me. That wasn't where it came from. That wasn't where it came from. Was it not? Now where it came from was there was a road rage incident with him and his wife and other person, and the other person got very threatening towards him, and Mm. his wife turned around and said, "Wouldn't it be nice just to have one, (laughs) a free one a year?" And that's that's what led to it. That's scary. Yes, his wife turned around and said, "Wouldn't it be nice if you got one free one a year?" 
and that's what gave him the idea for the purge. That's scary. Um, well, they've done a right out of it. Uh, apparently, the homicidal ladies in white dresses were based on the Charles Manson killers. Yeah, Charles um, Manson is, um, I was going to say he's one of my favourites, but it's probably not the right turn of phrase. Some fascinating documentaries on him. Yeah. There was over a hundred different masks considered for the freaks. And the freak got his spot on. But as you see through like the films to come, like masks were um, a staple of the franchise. Yeah, I mean, again, I'd be probably walking around with a little papier mache shaped like a balloon painted red on my head. Yeah. I don't know where you get this. <laughs> I don't know where you get these masks from. Or maybe the V from Vendetta because the coolest mark I could find in the party shop. But yeah, there's some, there's some creative people out there. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be the daughter tried to kill the father, but the studio refused to allow it. So that, that was kind of interesting. And and then the purge is held every year on March 21st because you've write out the date in numeric form. It constantly is 321 which obviously signifies a countdown. Oh, that's a good um, American thing. It don't work over here. doesn't work over here at all. Ours no. would be... Ours would be... One, two, three... Ours would be January 23rd. No, uh, sorry, three, two, one. Ours would be... No, I couldn't do it, could we? No, March 23rd. No, no I couldn't do it. No, I couldn't do it. We can never, that's why we don't purge. That's why we don't purge. Maths um, won't allow it. And that's the purge. That was in 2013. So literally 2014, a year later, we got the purge anarchy. Uh, three groups of people intertwine and are left stranded in the streets of on purge night trying to survive the chaos and violence that occurs. And this is obviously he's got a bit of money now, so we can explore the outside world. Because the budget for this is nine million. So yeah. tri- triples it. It made a hefty 111 million. So obviously, um, money well spent. And this is kind of this. I think obviously, I think you're giving it away yourself. But I think this is the best one of of the of the franchise. Yeah, I mean, this is my favorite out of all of them. Um, this was my favorite. It's got really, that's a really good cast. It's got um from um, what do you call it? From the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Got Frank Grillo as as I think it's Leo Sergeant Ninety B. I think it's Leo, and um, he's a pretty badass character. And I, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it when you think they've gone into a safe haven with um, one of one of the women that he comes across, and you, you see the sister just blow blow her away because they're having an affair. That was quite. I didn't see that coming. I didn't. I didn't really realise the relationships. But when I realised that she was married to the one who was slagging off his outfit, I kind of figured they were having an affair. Yeah. Because she was overprotective. But in TV, I've seen that woman die twice recently because she was, I think it was Brenda in Queen of the South. Oh. So, um, yeah, I'm getting used to watching her die on my screen. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Um... Uh, this this one features kind of like a a company kind of that are out to to stop the purge, and Dante Bishop, who was the bloody stranger, is part of that uh, company. And uh, there's a lot of little bits like the fact that the the grandpa kind of sells himself to the rich to be purged to kind of make money for his daughters. 
Well, this, uh, I mean, again, jumping forward, this ties in with the first purge a lot better. Yeah. You're starting to see there, there's a universe and a story and everything. Yeah. You know, coming together, what the purge like re- really is, I guess. Yeah, definitely. This is and obviously, even, I think he had the money. This is what we would have seen. Yeah. Bit more and again, it ties into the people who are hunting and the people who are being hunted mm. in like the first one as well. It all sort of ties into, okay, this is really what the purge is. And obviously then you got, obviously at one point they get captured and obviously for the super rich to kind of bid to kind of purge them. Um, so yeah, I, I, all in all, I, I, I quite enjoy um, the purge anarchy. And that was like a year after. And then after that, in 2016, we got the purge election year. Uh, former police sergeant Barnes becomes head of security for Senator Charlie Roan, uh, presidential candidate targeted for death on purge night due to a vow to eliminate the purge. Now, I, I think the plot for this one's very clever. This is where obviously they want to um, they want to be able to kill Senator, but obviously. That in the ruling, you're not allowed to touch kind of senators. So for this year, they're like, all bets are off, and you you can kill them. It, it's got a good car. I think it started really good, really strong. The girls, kind of, the candy store girls, absolutely scare the shit out of me. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I've already killed my parents. I just want my candy. Um, yeah, problems. driving around, they're great. Um... In that, in that start, in that kind of real, like, shiny kind of car. And it, it, <clears throat> obviously, Frank Grillo returns as Leo Barnes. It's even got, um, I'm going to get this name, his pronunciation wrong, but it's um, Bubba Gump from Forrest Gump, um, Mikkel T. Williamson as Joe Dixon. And obviously, Dante Bishop is kind of more the head now of the um, anti organization. Yeah, you know what? I like the idea. It was the problem with these films are they're like an hour and forty six minutes long, and I must admit when I knew I had to watch four, I'm like, oh, I don't know. The extra fifteen minutes makes a big difference when it comes to horror movies. It does. I mean, I, I don't know whether it's because um, I'd seen a couple of them, but because we watched them like back to back to back, I don't know if it all became a bit, yeah, overwhelming. Like, oh, it's the same. And this is like, where they took the masks and they went like overboard. With like the different masks and different costumes, and this one was clever. This is where people from other countries are coming to America because they want to purge. Yeah, that's like, clever, and that would happen as well. It would, it would do. Um, that would happen. And obviously, yeah, she was going to like stop the purge, and it ends the movie where she kind of wins. That doesn't win, but um, she survives the night, and she does win the election, and she's going to stop the purge. And obviously. I think that would have tied the trilogy pretty perfectly. But um, Money Talks, this this had a budget of uh, $10 million and it made another $118 million. You can see why it's like, I suppose it is the eighth horror um, franchise box office money. It's just quite a hefty bit of money. Um, and then we got, in 2018, The First Purge. So this is a prequel it was a bit different how I imagined it to be a prequel. So America's third political party, the new founding fathers of America, come to power and conduct an experiment. No laws for 12 hours on Staten Island. No one has to stay on the island. 
but five grand is given to anyone who does. So basically, it's the first ever purge. They've just chosen Staten Island. You can leave if you want. If you stay, it's five grand. I kind of, I don't know if I did like or didn't like. Obviously, if you wanted to purge, you wore some contact lenses so they can like show it on film that you were purging. Um, yeah. Skeletor was really cool. He was like the the best freak in the whole thing. It just literally, because they did set some kind of like psychopaths just on the islands. Because obviously when people were just, people were just partying, they're like, oh, it's 12 hours, like no laws. This isn't getting like successful. So actually people get planted on the island to kind of make it out that the purge is successful. And at the end, they say it is. This one was more like just, just a bloodbath for the sake of a bloodbath. Yeah, I mean, this basically shows that it's basically a, a tool for the rich to eliminate the lower class, isn't it? That's a sort of... Yeah, yeah. That's sort of the way it goes. And it's pretty much the way, like I said, when you see them all back, they all go. But I just find, with the story, the idea of it, I find it such a fascinating concept. Yeah. I do, because it's, it's, it's totally like, it just gets your mind thinking where you're just like, Oh my god! Could you even fathom just the pure insanity? It's just obscene to even think of twelve hours in this kind of. It'd be crazy. I know because even if you didn't participate in it, like it's just scary. It is. I mean, it's absolutely obscene. It. I mean, I get nervous enough on Halloween about people throwing eggs at my car, you know, (laughs) or someone knocking on the door. You don't have sweets, and what they'll do. Do I really so? Just kind of sit there and think, wow, the idea of all this is just like pure insanity. But it leaves more questions than answers. I mean, like I said, like if you were, you know, naturally poorly, I guess you're just dismissed and you you die. Mm. Um, what what's the day after looking like? Well, exactly, it's like chaos. It's a bit like Thanos, ain't it? Like it's it's overpopulated. Like let's just let's just let people like let's get the numbers down. Yeah, I mean, you've got to think these things rationally. I mean, you get annoyed with someone at work, so what, they kill them, and you go into work the next day, and you're the only one in the office, and suddenly you've got to do more work, so you made a tip for yourself. Do you know what I mean? It's like... You know, it's the days leading up to You say the day after, it's the days leading up to it. Like, be, be, be careful who you upset. Well, that's it. I mean, is, what's the accountability like for these people? Like, if you upset anyone, like, just... Is, is there a list of people that... A purge compared to people that have just disappeared. Uh, there's there's so many like the day after. Yeah. What does it all mean? Do, is there like next of kins? Is it just like it's I, insanity? I'll just go on holiday to England every year. I'll just be like, let them off. Then they have well, protection, yeah. don't they? I think that they kind of touch it as well, like. In the TV show, and obviously they touch on election year where you can pay for purge protection, but literally like hours before, like they put the money up to like ridiculous money, knowing people wouldn't like pay for it because they just want people to purge. <coughs> it, it, it's just chaos, um, but it's it's chaos. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's made a lot. It's made four hundred forty-six million dollars. Uh, actually, more, nearly enough four hundred forty-seven million. In just in four movies, that's, that's a pretty good turnover. Yeah, and uh, there's another one to come, The Purge Forevermore. Um, I, I don't know when. It, oh, sorry, The Forever, The Forever Purge. Um, 
that's due 2021 at the moment. So it was, it was, it was supposed to be out, I think, this year, but it's been delayed indefinitely due to COVID-19 pandemic. So um, it's been at the moment scheduled for July 9th, 2021. And uh, I think this is where James de Monaco has come back. Um, the first purge was the only one directed by Gerard McMurray. So the guy that helms back, set in an altered United States, several unrelated... I'm reading the TV series. I do apologise. Oh, where's the synopsis for the Forever Purge? Or Purge Forever? I don't think it has one, which is a shame. You just say, can't you? One eyes in this 12 hours of carnage. Pretty much. It's the same. <laughs> uh, have you seen any of the TV series? Because there's TV series as well. Aren't there? I saw the first episode, and it was it was kind of okay, but not enough for me to watch more. It's interesting that Ethan Hawke is down as appearing in season two. I do know it's been cancelled, so um, I, I think that because it got cancelled after season two, I kind of ventured no more, so to speak. I just watched the first episode for um, the part this podcast reasoning, but unfortunately, because of because of that, because it's the first episode, nothing much happens. They're all preparing for the purge to happen. It's like, it's, I think it sounded like four hours before the purge yeah. of that year. And I'm like, I don't want to watch another two episodes just to see some fucked up stuff happening. Um, <laughs> then I saw it, I could see like, oh, it could be a bit obvious because obviously they've got some big wigs like, oh, as long as you stay in here between these times, you're protected. If you leave out, you're not coming back in. I'm like, oh, okay, at some point someone's going to go out and they can't get back in. I'm sure it's very good. It's got uh, what's he got on IMDb? Six point four, but um, it's been cancelled. So it seems an average like seven point five an episode, season two. But um, yeah, I've definitely preferred old. Um, stumbled across some Ricky Morty magic. Yeah, uh, Jay from Geeking In podcast obviously gave us a shout and said. If you're doing the purge, you guys need to check out series two, episode nine of Ricky Morton entitled Look Who's Purging Now. This is on Netflix, about 22 minutes long. And um, what an absolute treasure this was. Thank you for pointing it out to us. I really, really enjoyed this. I did. And what I loved about it is, obviously, it didn't mess about. It literally, like, a minute into the programme, they've already landed on an island that kind of has no laws. And he's literally like, oh, yeah, I've seen this. It's kind of like the purge, yeah? <laughs> it's like, it just didn't mess about. And the whole episode is pretty much a not like a ridiculous nod to it. And I found it really funny. I, I find it hilarious. It, it, there's some great moments, which I could quote, but won't do justice about, obviously, him getting read the gentleman's scripts. And sort of like he goes, oh, how do you really feel about it then? And he just sort of like slates it, and the guy's just like, "Get out of my house! You're so rude!" <laughs> and uh, oh, just just loads, just yeah, go go and watch this. This season uh, so two episode, the purge. I think season two nine. episode nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's there's a there's a, oh, I never get it right. Is it live or die, or what's it called? Funny or die. And I was yeah, on Prime. Funny or Die did um, Ladies' Night, didn't they? That was pretty good and pretty savage. Where someone's going, and they're literally like, their purging is pretty much telling her, like, you can't dance. I'm shagging, like, I'm shagging your boyfriend. We hate, we hate your hair. Um, 
but we need this. We need to purge just so we can say how great you are. Like when the purge is over. <laughs> and um, someone else, I can't remember it was, did the day after the purge. Oh, the day. Oh. Where basically just people. Um, it was only like a couple of minutes. Get where basically walked out and there's, there's dead bodies everywhere, and he's just like, "What's going?" On? He goes, "Why are people so messy?" Yeah. Like if you're gonna do it, at least clean up after yourselves. And like the neighbours like across the road, like covered in blood, and they're like, "We know it's you. You do it every year." <laughs> and then so it was, it's, uh, it was harmless, but it's quite funny. Um, that's pretty much the purge. If I was going to rank them, um, which funny enough, actually, I did an IMDb. They're going to make sure oh, so I'm letterbox. So before I kind of mess up oh. in my head, and people are like, "Oh, that's not how you ranked them." I ranked them uh, the first purge in last place. Followed by election year, followed by the first purge, as in like the purge, followed Original by the purge, purge followed by the purge anarchy. Yeah, I'd go with that. That was that was my kind of. Okay. I would go with that. I mean, anarchy is. I reckon it's a, a big a big standout. But like I said, it's it's kind of weird because because to me this is like, you know, a, a fascinating. Yeah. A fascinating concept, you know. I do find it very interesting, but um, I just don't know how you deliver it. What is? I mean, they what they do is technically the right way of doing it, I guess. But it's just um, once you see one, it's hard to see. Uh, I, I I think it's very much like more. Saw. Like the first one's kind of like a thriller, as you said. There's a lot of stuff like the first one's very intense. Like they're trying to yeah. get they're trying to get inside the house, and very kind of thriller vibes. Whereas the second one. I would, have, um, I would have liked it if you had a twist at the end where basically like the line at the beginning was just like, oh, you got rich because all year you've been spending like security systems to your new neighbours. Mm. This was an ongoing yearly thing where basically they killed their neighbours. So the next year they sell them security systems that didn't work again. Oh, that'd be clever. And it was almost... Do you know what I mean? So it's like at the end, she was like, don't want any more killing this year. Then like about two minutes to go, she kind of just got up and said, fuck it, who needs neighbours like you? And just killed them all. Or just left you with a real like, what the fuck kind of feeling. Yeah. That would have been, um, rather than just like, will you be okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Even like um, the dad dying, it didn't, it didn't bother me or shock me like it should be. We haven't spoken about it once. No, it should be I a said that was annoying. Point. Deserved it. Yeah, but it should be a massive talking point. It should have been. It should have been. But do you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I think they could have done a really sort of fucked up, like that family were actually killing people in the neighbourhood so they could then sell money to their new neighbours yeah. to prevent them so it doesn't happen. But really, they knew how to get into the security system. I don't know. But yeah. Um, other stuff with the purge merchandise wise it's, it's quite hard I mean uh, Funko have got a range of about five I think it is of some fascinating figures I mean obviously um, the Statue of Liberty yeah, and yeah. stuff like that yeah they, they, some of them the masks and that all look cool and I think it was last week we or the week before we touched on obviously NECA have announced they've signed up with a bunch of new horror films we were saying off air um, it'd be cool if the purge was one because some of the designs for these masks and that mm. do look amazing. So if Nick had got to make some of these figures, they they could do some outstanding work with these. Definitely. So, 
just speculation. I just think it'd be cool. Um, t-shirts and stuff. There's a lot of people that sell T-shirts, but I wouldn't say that we really found anything official. No, they're all fan-based. I think everything I found, apart from, as I say, you finding the Funko Pops was kind of... I even looked for comics, and I don't know, it was really weird. Like, I think there's a Star Wars kind of comic range, The Purge, nothing to do with this. I think just just the name was kind of <laughs> in there. Yeah, so it's all just a bit... I mean, for a much of a massive franchise, it is. There wasn't any video games um, either. I looked for video games and like, no, nothing. I would have thought, I thought I'd make a, fun, I suppose, I say a fun video game. I suppose they could do it where like, you've got to stop killing people like until the lights go off. But then it's a bit stupid, really. Yeah, but you could do it the other way. You can have a really cool video game where basically it's almost like Freddy, um, not really Friday the 13th either, where basically you're either in the house and you're given like, two minutes to try and barricade up the house the best you can to stop people coming in oh, and you've got to protect the house for 20 minutes the sims yeah, should exactly. do that or you're the other way around where basically you've got to wait two minutes and then you have to try and break into this house before the time it was up yeah the sims should do that so like you make a house and all of a sudden oh it's purge night oh what yeah, do you know what I mean no you're, you're given like two minutes to try and barricade the house the best you can because you know a purge is coming to stop people breaking in, or you're the other side where you basically start after this person's barricaded the house and you have to try and break in. I like that. That's easy done, but again, that's not my job. I can't really do <laughs> <laughs> But if someone wants to make it, Amen. I'll play it. Amen. Um, that's the purge, pretty much. It is the purge. I guess there's only one thing left to do. Got our own purge. Should we have our own little purge? Let's do it. Um, do you want me to go first? Do you want to set up a little clock? Oh, let's get the old stopwatch out. Uh, clock. Stopwatch, right. 60 seconds. Three, yeah. two, one, go. Everything is backwards now. Like out there in the true world and in here is the dream. Uh, despite being one of the top grossing films of all time, I cannot stand Avatar. I think this thing is a piece of shit, and the only thing it steals is my time. Um, the fact that they're making a whole bunch of more Avatars just fills me with absolute dread because I think this franchise is trash. And I know a lot of people that hate it because it makes a lot of money, but that's how I feel. Um, Harry Potter, I feel like I want to insult it, but the fact I've never seen it, I can't really insult it, but I hope it stays that way. That's my opinion on that. Um, the Saw franchise, I felt one was absolutely fascinating and a beautiful film with one of the best twists I've ever seen in film. And um, number two was also a fairly decent film. But after that, I generally feel it just became an absolute cash cow oh, with each film three, trying to outdo itself. Three, so it sucks. One. Oh, purge over. <laughs> oh, you really, oh. really let rip. That's what it's here for. You ready? <laughs> I've got a lot to squeeze in. I'll time myself. So um, I'll, t- to... I'll time it. I'll time it. I'll time it. No, I'll time myself before going on air. So Oh really? Got... I just I just kind of oh, like, no. got a lot to do. So you count me in three to one, I'll go for it. All right. Three, two, one, go. Shaun of the Dead is overrated and Hot Fuzz is the really only proper good movie in the Cornetto trilogy. I don't get that loving feeling from Top Gun. Batman vs Superman is worse than Batman and Robin. The Irishman is the worst movie Scorsese has ever made by a mile. Three hours of my life, I'll never get back. I enjoy the American Pie Presents movies. 
Jaws 3 is better than Jaws 2. Unbreakable is rubbish. The Wedding Date is an underrated masterpiece. Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie. I enjoyed Affleck's Daredevil and Thomas Jane's The Punisher. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is Tarantino's worst film. I don't understand Donnie Darko and I'm bored trying to. Justice League is so rubbish, but I guess it'd be more controversial if I said it was good. Mission Possible 2 is the most fun in the franchise, and X-Men The Last Stand is the worst superhero movie ever, and it's not even close. You've got 10 seconds left. Have I? Yeah. Oh, I must have rushed that. Like Avatar? No. There you go. <laughs> Time's up. Um, before oh, we go, we've got, we got a couple more purges from you. We do. We do have some purges. We've got um, from Chance Whitmore that Timothy Dalton is an underrated Bond and Pierce Brosnan is overrated in the same role. Can't judge. Uh, Wonder Woman is like an extended perfume ad from Not Before Coffee. Um, from Ames Doves, Amy Griffin, um, Spice World, Spice Girls movie is one of the greatest cinematic masterpieces of my generation. And Victoria Posh by Beckham was robbed of an Oscar. Uh, legendary Geek Outs. I'm a huge Batman fan, but I don't like the Dark Knight trilogy with Bale. Uh, Drunk Fury, the live-action Dora the Explorer movie was actually pretty good. Uh, the Stygian Chronicles, while I find myself generally sympathising with the ethereal and uncanny, the Van Helsing film from 2004 deserves a full-action sequel with Kate Beckinsale as a zombie vampire princess. Uh, Anders Holmes, there are certain films that a lot of people like that I don't don't get. A couple examples are Sicario and Gone Girl. Uh, Spy Hards, On Our Secret Service is one of the top five James Bond films. Uh, Commissioner Gordon, Ben Affleck is the best on-screen Batman. <laughs> Biting tongue. Um, oh, my Drunk Movie Theatre, I think this got me the most. Um, Man of Steel was the best super, Superman movie. Hocus Pocus is just okay at best. Joker, outside of whacking Phoenix's performance, is shockingly mediocre. Ooh, I feel better. And that's... Oh, um, that's I absolutely that's... love it. Let's all rejoice. That's what it's all about. And also we've got a couple more sound bites quickly. Hey guys, this is Tim from On Second Watch. And you want my unpopular movie opinion? Well, here it is. I consider The Last Jedi to be one of the top three movies in the Star Wars saga. It used to be my number one, um, but after things kind of settled, it's it's probably hovering really close. It's probably number three, but it's right behind Empire Strikes Back and Revenge of the Sith. So that's that's it. One last uh, opinion on movies. Avengers Endgame was more fan service than movie, which makes it bloated and almost unwatchable on repeat viewings. Give me the Winter Soldier any day of the week over that. Just one more unpopular opinion, courtesy of Chance with the Strive Seek Find podcast. I see you can't comment, can't comment. Just people saying how they feel. I've got so much teeth marks in my tongue. <laughs> we'll never speak about this again. But it does make me want to do another Purge episode where we all just say how we feel because it's good. We'll never talk to each other again. <laughs> oh, Wonder Woman's... Oh, no, wait, we can't see it because it's been pushed back again. Um, that's great. <sighs> uh, thank you so much. This has been um, probably one of the most enjoyable shows we've done. This has been... My, my soul feels a lot more clean. 
It does. It does. It feels really good. If I can get rid of two meters, I'd high five you. Um, if they want to follow us on social media, where can they find us on Twitter? They can find us on Twitter at Paul N Griff Show. And if you're a little nosy nose on Instagram, there's a lot of questions going on in stories. Uh, where can they find us? They can find us at Paul and Griff Show. Oh, and that's um, beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, no, it's been good, man. I've thoroughly enjoyed this. We'll be back next week for more um, horror as we continue our journey in horror month. We're having a blast. Um, yeah, we are. Yeah, thank you very much for all your ongoing support. And um, let's just have some fun with a bit of horror films this month, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. The clues will be back up on Thursday. Um, I'm going to guess I can shout out myself. <laughs> you know what they are. <laughs> I want to advertise this show on the show. But yeah, thank you very much for your support. Um, stay safe and catch you next time. <laughs>